now, um, Maeve Binchy could lip read, says somebody. Um, she was at a, a dinner and a signing. Before the, the signing, she was too nervous to eat the dinner, so got some cheese brought to her signing table. Two women noticed this. Uh, the clip. Oh, yeah. Uh, where is the clip? Um, oh, there it is there. Let's have a listen to this then. So anyway, I was fine. There was a big queue coming up, line coming up to meet me. And about halfway down the line, I saw two very elegant women. And one of them was saying, would you look at her eating the cheese and biscuits? <laughs> a plate of cheese and biscuits after that meal. Is it any wonder she's the size? <laughs> the room and I had seen it as clearly as if she had said it into my ear so I fumed a bit about that I fumed only I mean because you know you, you like to hear good of yourself this was not good so I said I'm fuming. and so when she came up and these two women and they were saying they were full of plumos you see and aren't you lovely aren't you lovely it's lovely to see you you look so well and I said and you mustn't worry a bit about the cheese <laughs> You mustn't worry, but I had it instead of the dinner as well as... Uh, I had just gotten up as well as it. And their faces were scarred, and I loved it. I was delighted. Wow. <laughs> I was delighted. Uh, the late may have been she. That's great. She could lip-read. Now, uh, everybody's a poem. Uh, Midlife in Rhymes is a new book by Jan Brereton. And Jan joins me in the studio. Good afternoon, Jan. Hello. How's it going? You're a poet. I am, and I didn't know it, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an accidental poet, that's what I call myself. An accidental poet. Mm-hmm. I yeah. read somewhere that you said it, it doesn't sit very comfortably with you. Yeah, I just, like, it's mad it's when people go, Jan Brereton, poet. I go, oh, God, no, not that. <laughs> I suppose it's because I think I'm loads of other things as well, you know. I'm a, I'm a mom and a daughter and a friend and a kitchen disco dancer and a red lipstick enthusiast. Yeah. So yeah, so I suppose the whole the, it was it and all a lame gold blouse wearing woman. Yes, I dressed for the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I suppose do you know what? Look, it's 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 a new thing for me, so I'm still a bit like god, am I a poet? Did I really write that? And yeah. you know, yeah. And it, it came out of covid like a lot of things. Yeah, it, silver lining. Um yeah, I wrote my first poem. Uh, it was I remember it 28th of January 2021 and uh, I was really browned off and I wrote this poem and I went down to my husband and was like I think I wrote a poem and he was like are you okay Um, and I shared it with loads of people and then loads of people shared it and then that was it I kind of couldn't stop then I just kept writing little small short poems they all rhyme and I put that down to the fact that I used to love smash hits when I was growing up. And I always loved all the, not the posters, all the lyrics. Remember they used to yes, print out the lyrics? Yes, yeah. I used to like stick them up on my wall and learn them off by heart. So I kind of think maybe that's why I write kind of short form and everything tends to rhyme. Uh, so I, there's, a, there's a lovely, what's the word I'm looking for now? It's nearly Dr. Seuss-like. Oh, that's a lovely thing to say. Yeah, yeah. musicality about it, is that it? Is, is it? Yeah, I suppose they are quite rhythmic. Like, yes. I do have, yeah, like, um, you know, like I'd be walking or running and I'll hear like a pat, pat, pat and then yes. something will come into my uh, head yeah. and that's maybe where it'll start. So that's good. I'm glad you're getting that. Yeah. Maybe I can write songs, actually. Maybe maybe I'm a songwriter as well and I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to keep quoting John Cooper Clark because he was in yesterday uh, did that yeah. research but, but he, he again, didn't, this didn't come up yesterday but he, he said in some other interview that because he put his poems or somebody got him to put his poems to music back in yes. the, the, the 70s and 80s uh, and it didn't work that well for him. Yeah. You know, and he was saying, well, poetry and music, well, that's just a song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they are two different things. 
Well, they are, but then, um, what was it, the Arctic Monkeys then? Yes, I know. There you, you go. To, you yes. know what I mean? Then it just kind of shows you, yeah. you know, that it does actually Which brings us nicely into just the first poem because we've loads of things to talk Love about. Because, because coincidentally, you have a response to the John Cooper Clark poem, uh, I Want to Be Yours, and yours is called... Your mine. Right, there's a lot of yours going on there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, so this is your mine. And actually, listening to John Cooper Clark yesterday, the way he goes, this is the title, and then he says, read by John Cooper Clark. I'm going to say, this is your mine, read by John Breerton. I don't want to change it. I sometimes want to rearrange it. I know I'll never fix you, but I might just try to mix you. I could gentrify you, 21st century guy you. I'll gold plate you. I promise I won't slate you. When you're wrecked and feeling blue, I'll prop you up and I'll get you through. I'll stand by you. Like your man from Greece, I'll electrify you. I only want you. And when I die, I'll probably haunt you. Because forever I'm yours. And you're mine too. Ah, oh, that's nice. Uh, you, you, there's a lot of love in the, in the book. Yeah, it's, it's lots a nice, of love. Yeah, and you, you cover loads of things like loss as well. And of course, people say that, isn't it? Grief is the price we pay for love. Yeah, Nick Cave said that, Did he? didn't he? Yeah, right. yeah, he, he's in the a, red a lot, of lo- a lot of loss in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you lost your brother. I did, yeah. I lost my brother um, in 2017. Alan was his name. So it was just me and him. So I'm now an only child, which is really weird. It's another thing where you're, you know, when people go, have you any brothers or sisters? And you're like, oh yeah, I have a brother. And then you're like, oh, um, yeah. And that was a trauma um, for all of us, me and my mum, my dad. Um, but, oh God, I write about him a lot, actually. He's you do. There's, there's, a, there's a lovely poem about yeah. him, yeah. Um, and and it, it hints at, it's the last conversation we never had. It hints yeah. at, you know, he had a troubled life. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I've kind of made, no, uh, I haven't been shy about the fact, you know, that he, he you know, he, he had addiction and we had addiction in our family and when you're living with somebody with addiction, it can be tricky. Um, I didn't have a tremendous amount of compassion for him when he was here, but since he's gone, I feel like I've kind of found more mm. compassion for him, weirdly, in a way. It's like I understand him better. And, you know, naturally enough, when people go, you have regrets and you kind of think, oh, I wish I could have been a bit more like that when he was alive. But I suppose then through the writing and like I wrote this one, you know, and it's me having a conversation with him and kind of filling him in. Um, what age was he when he died? Uh, he was uh, 39. Yeah. And it was it was addiction. It was because of addiction. Yeah, sadly, he had a lot. I mean, he was obviously so he was so much more than just yes, addiction. Yes, we'll talk about it more you know, after the, and, the poem, um, yeah. He was, a, you know, he was a gorgeous brother and everything else. But yeah, you know, and, and, and I suppose what I find when I read the poem and when I talk about him to other people, so many other people have this in their families as well. And, you know, the person kind of gets a bit rubbed out because... They kind of, you know, you kind of lose them to it. They're overshadowed by addiction. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I suppose like, so when I wrote this poem, this is me kind of having a conversation with him and, you know, telling him how mum and dad are and, you know, the things maybe that I didn't say to him or I could have said to him when he was here. So, yeah. Do you want me to read it for you? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 I'll try not to. I know I'll be grand. So it's called The Last Conversation We Never Had by Jan Breerden. How was your day? You're looking well. Are you feeling okay? Do you need to tell someone about the pain you are in? Tell me. Tell me I'm your blistering skin. You think I don't hear you, but I see all your hurt. We all feel it. 
We live it. Mam goes to church. She prays every Sunday for your safe return from your pain and your aching that one day you'll learn to live and to love unconditionally you, to go easy, be gentle after all you've been through. Talk, I listen, no solutions I'll give. I don't have the answers, but I want you to live. When the numbness and dark covers you like a quilt, it's normal your feelings of shame and of guilt. There's much more to you than the tablets you take or the drink that you drown in or the mistakes that you make. I'd tell you to work on yourself as you are, to accept all your flaws. It's not easy, it's hard, I know, because I'm learning to live with all mine. Someone says, how are you? You feel crap, but say fine. I'd say, talk tomorrow, get some rest, take it easy. I love you, my brother. You'd say, don't be cheesy. Not much has changed since I spoke with you last. The kids do their sports. Mam still goes to mass. Dad got a new telly. He hasn't mastered his phone. And like when you were here, they wish you would come home. Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's interesting what you say about addiction and uh, wishing you could have treated him with more compassion when he was alive because I, I think families uh, try desperately to be there for the person and mm. they, they sort of exhaust the love in mm. a way do they sometimes yeah I mean I think you love them through it you know I know my mum and dad love them through it and um, I know like that's the thing I think as a sibling it's very different because you're a little bit more removed as a parent now myself mm. I completely get it <laughs> right but as a sibling and having that kind of chaos in your home it can really affect you you know yeah. Um, but yeah I think you know, there's another poem in there about tough love and it's just about, it's not about being tough actually, it's just about loving and that's what you do, you just love through it mm. and yeah, I think families do that. Uh, midlife in rhymes, so, yeah. so there's a lot about being a mother and a wife Yeah. and a certain age Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and all yeah. of those things coming together, Yeah. <laughs> the confluence yeah. of it all. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's no, uh, God, it's mad, isn't it? Like, you know, I'm 48 and I've a teenage girl and an 11 year old boy and everyone's hormones are all over the place, you know, and I've this stoic, kind, gentle, quiet husband who just watches all the chaos unfold around him. Um, I write poems to get through it, you know, that kind of way. What's his name? Oh, his name is Austin. Yeah. yeah. Saint Austin. Yeah. Well, and do you get approval from Austin for the poems? Because oh God, he's magic. You know what? He's your muse. He's my but, muse. But he's my muse in this book. There's a lot of love stuff yeah, in here. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. It's called Everybody is a Poem. Like he's in the pages. My, you know, mothers are in the pages, friends, family. Everyone's there. People in the supermarket are in the pages. But um, yeah, he's brilliant. Like he just kind of quietly... Let's me at it and uh, yeah, like holds no judgment. And if he does, he keeps it to himself anyway. (laughs) Because it's not that you have a go with him, but like I'm just just reading that poem there, Adult on Call. Yeah. Uh, So you're predominantly like like in the majority of women in a family situation, they're the adult on call. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've had this conversation so many times with with Jenny at home. Yeah. Uh, And then you say halfway through it. Can you, and you is in italics for emphasis, yeah. can you be on call? Yeah. 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 While it's they that. play out the back, just be alert, listen out for screams, thumps and whacks. 
Um, yeah. So, is, but that could be him talking to me as well. You know, uh, it's very really. Much, you wrote the poem. No, yeah. <laughs> But it's not, you know, when you're just knackered yeah, and it's like yeah. you're kind of doing tag, it's like, oh, is it not my, can I sit down and have a cup of tea? Is that not my turn? Have I, I'm just back from the playground. You know, oh, I just took them wherever, you know. And um, yeah, it's that kind of, you know, when you're just absolutely mm. wrecked and it's not your turn to sit on the couch and have tea. But you're like, oh, go on, please give me 10 minutes, you know. There, there's a universality about your poetry that people, you know, it's, that's me. People will be saying, that's me. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole other, yeah, me too in a way. Uh, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I've been really lucky because I got to read at like um, the Electric Picnic and I've done some live, and the live readings are great because that's when the stuff really kind of comes off the page. Mm. Um, And I love it then when people come up to me afterwards and go, see that one a woman is exhausted? Oh, that's me, that's me, that is. Or, you know, um, you know, all the, like, it's nice. You know, people sometimes are crying, sometimes they're laughing. Someone said, uh, oh, there wasn't a dry seat in the house after one of them. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of nailed it, you know. Yeah, and, and you're right on menopause. They're, those two aren't linked, just for your information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that now. <laughs> yeah, there's one in there called a handbook. It's about menopause, right? So I went to see a menopause specialist years ago, a couple of years ago, and there was 36... Uh, symptoms of the yeah, menopause. Yeah. Then there's about forty four now. Like there's more now, and Ever I came. Increasing. I came away going, "Is there a handbook? Is there leaflets or something you can give me?" And there was nothing. So that's I wrote this poem called the handbook. And then there's a line in that where I talk about a midlife weather forecast. So I wrote a midlife weather forecast as will, well. Right. Will you? Will you? Whichever the handbook. The handbook. Yeah. Oh, Janie, there's a bad word in the handbook. I don't think I can. I might have to do the forecast. Well, you can say F's. Oh, not for this one, I can't. Because it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I could say, the, yeah, I don't know. Will we go forecast, maybe? Okay. promise you. Go I might it. get you cancelled if I nice. do the other one. Um, okay, so this is called Forecast. Expect an unsettled chilly night mixed with sweaty heat, followed in the morning by a dizzy fog, becoming unsettled at times which will clear in the afternoon, bringing some sunny spells with highs of coffee and chocolate, after which a dark rage and thunder will become heavy and prolonged and will develop late into the evening, leaving the night clear of any intimacy, but <laughs> with scattered signs of love and support, with tea and hugs and silence pushing in from the outside. Right. And Austin has read that. Yeah, well, he's heard me read it. Yeah. Yeah. And you chat to Austin about the menopause? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah, he knows. He kind of knows when I'm in, you know, going a bit mental. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty easy to read, Ray. You might have figured it <laughs> out. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, I do talk to him about it. And like, you know, sometimes he thinks it's just me being a bit mental. Um, but he's very understanding, you know. Yeah. It's wild, like, isn't it? You know, when you just think about the chaos of the the brain. It doesn't seem fair, does it? It doesn't seem fair. And it's not fair either that it all seems to happen around the time then when you've got teenagers Teenage, and yes. everything happening. You know, and it's a busy time. And uh, Yeah, uh, again, that's probably a mismatch that back in the day, you would have been having children earlier, would you? Possibly. No, yeah. I, mean, I mean you, I mean one. No, you know, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Possibly, yeah. I and mean, that, that, that sort of confluence of... Uh, pubescent females and menopausal females wouldn't yeah. have happened as yeah. often. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, true. And also, I mean, I don't know, like, did women just kind of keep it to themselves a bit then? You know, like, I've had to go, this, like, at this stage now in my life, I've had to accept that I'm going to just be not very nice some days. And I suppose Austin has had to accept that as well. And so have my kids, God help them. But, you know, uh, mostly I am nice and, yeah. I'm, and I mean well for everyone. But sometimes I get a bit... Do you signpost that, though? No, I just, no. I just say, oh, my head's melted today. So they know. Yeah, I'm angry with it's the cold, world. It's cold, it's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go upstairs. I have to put my feelings to rest. That's okay. what I say. Uh, Everybody's a poem, Midlife and yeah. Rhymes. The second collection by Jan Brearden. My difficult second album, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's great. I really enjoyed reading oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and yeah. there's so much in it. Oh, and, good. And so much of you. Yeah, it's very honest. And everyone, I hope, I hope, like, people can see their own experiences in it as well. It's out on International Women's Day. Isn't that a great March day 8th. to have it out? Yes. Yeah. So when yeah. you go to vote, you can pick up a copy of this on the way back. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Jan. Thank you so much, Ray. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1.